podcast about? Are we just chatting, or is there subject matters we have to reach? Yep. Oh, we, we there's a, there's a lot we have to go over. Oh, okay. Oh, it feels really loud. Well, that's that's all is right. Is it loud? In it sounds well, it sounds fine to me, but I'm probably I'm probably going deaf. Jim, you've got an F Troop poster. Yeah. Is this where that was filmed? Probably. Oh fuck, probably <laughs> right here. Hey, Jim. Thank you so much for fucking Thank you being for here. having me. Thank you. I'm sorry that my producer, Sim Sarna, is a fucking dick sometimes. Why, what I've you been do? really nice to you, Jim. No, you, I haven't had a problem with you. You've been, been probably the nicest person I've ever met in Hollywood. Thank you so which much. On, which on the scale of things doesn't make you that great, but, <laughs> but for you, I thought you were pretty nice. Would you like a burrito, by I, the way? I just, Are you hungry? No, I just ate. I just ate at that place all about the bread and had a meatball sub, so the last thing I need is a burrito. I've had one of those. It's, it's all right. I like the bread, though. It is all about the it bread. It is all about the bread. The it's crusty a very bread. chewy bread. They have another sandwich called the Godfather, which is just every bit of deli meat just on that bread, but it's, uh, ah, water. I'll have that. An Icelandic water. I, I don't know if we're doing promos on this particular podcast, but <laughs> we can. But I one. do endorse this water <laughs> as, as a reasonably good water. Well, you have a couple of podcasts, too, huh? Comedy Central just told me, like, so I got my TV show that's on Tuesdays, and then they just told me one day, they go, you should do a podcast about the TV show, about the writing process of the TV show, so that will advertise the TV show. So I was like, all right, we can do it on the same day, and we'll have a couple of writers on or whatever. And now they're like, on the TV show, you should advertise the podcast. And I said, what's fucking advertising what then? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, it's like a Russian doll of entertainment until eventually we just get down. You should advertise your tweets on the podcast so that your tweets will advertise the show, which will advertise it. You know, I mean, so I'm doing one, but it's it's always, I'm a little bit, I'm always always a little drunk in it because we're, we after the show, I have a couple of drinks. And then by the time we podcast, I'm a little cut in the thing, yeah. I, I have to ask one question before. I know, Anna, I'm so sorry. I know this no, is your No, no. Oh, my God, no. But I love your show. I When I saw it the first time, Brad Pitt showed up. It mm. blew my mind. What yeah. the fuck? Explain that to me, please. Brad, Brad, I guess I'm buddies with Brad Pitt. I don't know if I am. Like, I, I still get nervous texting him, so I, I assume we're not good friends. You know, fuck. I still... Like, what a crazy statement. <laughs> I still get nervous texting Brad Pitt. Yeah, I still do. Like, I, how surreal is that? I still go, uh, I still go, I don't want to be too needy. And if he, if he texts, I don't text straight where, back. Where's your phone and what's your code? Yeah, I've just been taken by one of your people, actually. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I still get, I still get nervous being, being texted by Brad Pitt. And what happened was, I, I just, he had a movie on Netflix and... What happened was Netflix were, were toying around with the idea of doing extra features on their, their stuff, which they haven't done. And so they wanted Brad Pitt to be interviewed for his movie, uh, War Machine. And what happened was they said, who do you want to have interview? And he said, Jim Jeffries. And I'd never, I'd never interviewed anyone. And so I said, all right. I said, sure, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll interview Brad Pitt. And I was nervous as hell. And then afterwards, he rings up and he goes, he rings up with my management. He goes, oh, tell him I'll be on his TV show. What's up? Is that me? Time has expired. Oh, okay. We can't talk anymore. <laughs> but anyway, Thank you so wait, much he, for coming. He offered to be on the show. You he, asked he, he asked to be on the show. And then I just said, oh, because I, I, we have the same management company. I said to my management, I said, oh, well, maybe you could be like my weatherman. They said, that's a terrible idea. That's a terrible move for him. Don't do that. Maybe you should ask him about the houses that he builds in New Orleans and all the environmental things that he does to better the world. And I was like, I don't know. It's sort of funny if he's like my weatherman, right? And so I ring him up and I go, hey, do you want to talk about your houses? 
in New Orleans? He goes, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. Do you want to be my weatherman? He goes, love it. See you Tuesday. Right? But then, <laughs> but then I was the only point of contact he had for the show. So I went and told all the writers. I said, Brad Pitt's coming on Tuesday. And they're like, what? I go, he's coming on Tuesday and he's going to be our weatherman. So write a sketch. And then I told the directors. And, I was there, and then he just he showed up half an hour late. There's that weird bit of like, are you sure he's coming? I'm like, he's my friend and he's coming. You said he's going to be here. Anyway, he did show up. But it's you asked. I don't know. It's not a great story, but yeah. He, I love that story. Yeah, he comes He comes and does the show. I, I think he'll do The Weatherman again, but he's, he's doing a movie or something at the moment. He's got a real career apart from being my weatherman that he, that he has to take Wait, care you of. you pay him? You have to. It's the, yeah, it's, so you pay him like the scale like or whatever 400 it is? bucks or whatever it is to appear on a TV show. Amazing. Yeah, 400 That's bucks amazing. or something, yeah. Uh, so wait, can I ask you, so when did you move to the States? Eight years ago. And I was living, I'm Australian, but I lived in the UK for 10 years before that. So, um, Okay, can I ask you like the top three things that you miss about Australia? Maybe four. Uh, top three things I miss about Australia. I, 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 I think Australian food's the best in the world. Um, like how? What do you mean? It's just fresh and it's there's no chemicals like, no, no, pumped no, into it. There's no what's trans the dish fats. dish that you really miss? Oh, Thai food in Sydney. Oh, okay, okay. So there's a specific restaurant that you love. There's a few restaurants. There's a whole area that they they, they claim that Thai food in Sydney is better than Thai food in Thailand because it's the same chefs but with the better produce. So it's like you know we're very close to Asia. I think Asian food, Chinese and Thai and all that is far superior in Australia. And I think we do. But then there was also the things that America does better: the hot dogs and the hamburgers and all the sandwiches and all that type of stuff. And now I feel like Australia's doing that good as well. So, you know, but the, I, like, I like the food. I miss Sydney. I, Sydney's a very special city to me. And well, who else do I miss? I'm going to say one of my brothers. And so, so I, two, I have two brothers. They're probably both listening right now. And you can fight amongst yourselves who I miss more. So I'm going to say one of my brothers, but I won't say who. <laughs> I, it's true though you're right sydney is a, an incredible you've been to sydney yeah it's nice right oh it's unbelievable it's the harbor the harbor the harbor is, uh, just the makes quality it... of life there like the parrots those crazy wolf bats like the whole thing is just you, magical you, what you remember is the wolf bats i love that that's I mean, the thing about bats is like growing up in a city that has a, a city that has a shitload of bats it's like you know when a bird shits on your car and that's like annoying right Try having like an animal that's Guana. like a bird, right? But does monkey-sized shits, and that's that's real. Like you wake up, your car's covered in like a black, not like a white bird shit, like a black shit is on your car. And you're like fucking bats. Anyway, that's what I remember about the bats. My my dad's very. My dad has all those crazy parrots and stuff come and visit him. That's like what he sort of does now. He sort of feeds birds from his veranda and they fly up to him and stuff. Okay, but I read that your dad. Yeah, is a cabinet maker. He, he was a cabinet maker. Yeah, he's a carpenter, a cabinet maker, and then uh, yeah, he was a master craftsman. I always use the argument that I'm the the son of a carpenter, like Jesus, and that's. Where Do you the know parallels. that I have a list of men in professions that you should never date? Right. And the only one that sort of makes the cut is a woodworker. What, that you shouldn't date? No, that's the only one that it, that. that it's like okay to date. Oh, out of all the professions, out of men? all the professions, so, so stand-up comedians, world. not not. A, oh, no, 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 you're, no, you're like fucking number one. We're, the, we're, we're, we're public enemy number oh, one. We're the worst. Yes. Oh we're my the worst. god, you're dark. You're narcissistic. We're away you're every like, weekend. We're yeah, never oh, there. God, 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. We think we're geniuses. Your beautiful girlfriend is here, and I'm sorry to lay that on you. Listen, she's very well aware. She's very well aware of all these things. But um, but no. So maybe are your parents still married? My parents are unhappily married now for fifty years. They uh, no, I probably well yeah, fifty years. They must be reaching their fifty year anniversary because I'm forty and I got told about it. It'll be very close to fifty years now. And were they really supportive of you? Um, not to begin. I had a, I had a somewhat when I say promising. I, I could have at one stage had a had a job in musical theater or opera just in the chorus that's really what, that's what i started so you, you know, sing i used to be able to sing but i don't sing anymore i can still sing in tune but i i've had nodules on my vocal cords and i you know look i always blame it on because i talk all day on stage but the real reason is cocaine and cigarettes and <laughs> you know what i mean Fuck all, that, yeah. all that rubbish is the real reason you that stay my, late yeah <laughs> And so, so I used to sing, and I sang in two. I, I, I did the same university course that Hugh Jackman did, and that was the the big thing that Hugh Jackman went to, and he studied musical theatre, and then he went on to be whatever he went on to be. But I, it, when I was in university, Hugh Jackman was just on the cusp of getting X Men, like he'd been in a couple of Australian films, and he, yeah, it wasn't internationally famous yet. And I remember like the female school teachers, the acting teachers, and the singing teachers would just gush when they mentioned his name. They'd go, when Hugh was here. Oh, and I remember thinking, fuck that cunt, man. What's he going to fucking do? He's in a couple of fucking... And then the next week he was Wolverine. Anyway, well done, Hugh. You're doing a wonderful job and you're flying the Australian flag and you're making us all very proud. (laughs) If I were to pitch like a a Marvel movie to you about a wolf bat... A wolf bat? Wolf bat man? Yeah, what do you think? It already sells itself. It's It's Wolverine, it's Batman, it's Wolf Batman. We want an all-Australian cast. Yeah. Like your character would be... I'd be like like the penguin, but a taller version. Just like a... a, You come out in the evening, you shit all over cars. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I do anyway. But this is the thing. Is that my superhero skill? You shit all over the fucking Or does that make me a villain? Because I'm shitting on the cars. No. It's more of a nuisance than a villain. Well, not in my version. No. No, you're shitting all over the fucking place, and it's like guana. Isn't that what they call it? Like It's guana, right? Uh, you're talking about iguanas? Isn't, isn't, no, no, no. I think the official name for bat poop is guana. Thank you, Cassie. Yeah, cool. Cassie is nodding. Yeah, if 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 because you can't because you. you can't see this podcast right now, Cassie is in a massage chair, and she googles things from the comfort of a massage chair. <laughs> Like, like a stressful job you've got there. Yes. It's like, it's like they've Weirdly, got those, because of my fucking producer dick over here. <laughs> I should be sitting on that chair. Oh, you couldn't handle that. Have you? Have oh you seen God. those adverts at the moment for those those desks that prop up, and it's it's like sitting is the new smoking, and I'm like, really. <laughs> Really? Because I find sitting a bit stressful. Like if you, if none of you were here, I'd be laying down. There's no way I'd be sitting upright watching TV. I've, I've got a seat in my house. I've never sat in it. I'm laying constantly. So, so if sitting's the new smoking, is like laying down the new heroin. Like how bad am I? Oh God. So will like all indulgences just sim- like simply an indulgence? Like the Piquito Mas Burrito I ate earlier. Piquito Mas like, Burrito. Oh, they, that, I didn't know it was Piquito like, Mas Burritos. Like I would have the, taken one. Oh, yeah. But you, have, got, have you got, you've got shrimp ones? Just chicken. Oh, yeah. I like the prawns. Sorry. 
I didn't know your preferences, Jim. Yeah, I like, I'm a big. I'm a, so that's the one thing about Australian Australian prawns, hands down the best thing. But there is a difference. I found out there's a difference between shrimp and prawns. They are a different species of bottom feeder. Prawns are bigger, right? Prawns are bigger. But this is the thing in America: shrimp, shrimp means small, and so prawn, and they've got different amount of legs or something. And prawns, we have tiger prawns. Where there's like thirty different variety of species of prawns. But then the thing is, in America, when you have a prawn, you just call it a jumbo shrimp. Why would That's you right. do that? Just a big small. Because we're a jumbo country. Yeah. You know, we like to think of ourselves as just extra. Yeah, you Ex- are. Like, you know, supersize us, right? <laughs> I guess. Uh... I try here that the Spurlock, the next Spurlock movie is all about chicken. Like how? I don't know. Like, you know how he put us all off McDonald's with supersize me? He's going to fuck chicken up. Oh, boy. I don't like that. I don't want to see like some shed with them all with their legs broken and they're bashing into each other. Just let me eat fucking chicken. Stop it, Spurlock. You're ruining everything. They're a little like scratchy claws and yeah. whatnot, but I love chicken. Uh, yeah, you've got all, like, 10 burritos. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I've never met a person with more chicken burritos at one time. <laughs> well, only, I, asked her for a, I always ask her for a steak or car- carne asada burrito, and no, she will only order chicken. She, said, so she it, says no to me. It's, it's steak or a carne asada. It's just steak. It's just steak. Yeah. I hate how with certain things we have to you learn a little bit of Spanish. I, you get well, I don't know. free burritos. I do get free burritos from you. That's true. Thank you for that. Uh, it, I prefer steak. Do you know what I how have to do? How low is the budget for your sitcom? <laughs> no kidding. Where you have you to buy what? your own fucking burritos. Like, well, what's wrong with the craft services on the set of Mum? It's actually in, in Australia. Is your show called Mum M U M? Because no one goes mom, 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 like the mummy, mummy, yeah, mummy, um, mommy. Okay, we're gonna we're trying out a new segment. Okay, are you ready? I am. All right, this is called Pick Your Fate. Okay. Would you rather marry your ex or spend a year in jail? How long do I have to be married to my ex for? Ooh, ooh, good question. Fuck, we didn't think about this part. Uh, let's say, let's say four years and or four uh, years. Four, you wait, would wait, no, because a year in jail is horrible. That involves <laughs> anal rape and whatnot. Yes, four years. But if it was a lifetime, I'd just spend a year in jail. If I had to marry, uh, well, if, wait, 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 what kind uh, of jail though? Would you, a federal prison? A year you, in federal you prison? You view yourself as a victim in jail. Everyone's a victim. In, oh, oh, what you saying that I'm spending a year in? Oh, am I one of the fucking guards? What am I doing there? Well, you could no. You're definitely in jail. I'm you're, in jail. Yeah, for a crime that I don't know. You probably committed. You know, let's say what? What if you were uh, like a leader in jail and you weren't a victim? I don't know. No, I'd take the year in jail. You're in jail. In a lifetime of being married. To a lifetime of being married to someone. Four you don't years. Want? And four years. Four I could years. Do. Four years you could do. Four years I could marry my fucking dad for four years. You know what I mean? Four so years. You'd rather is it, uh, fuck your father than fuck some. Like I would rather I would rather have sex with my dad than go to prison for a year. That's that's an easy answer. That one. You haven't met my dad. He's a master craftsman. I love it that the idea that your brothers and your dad may be listening to this podcast. Yeah, my dad. Like, oh, we're my so dad's going to figure out how to fucking well, download a podcast. Cabinets. That's what's going to happen. No, no, my no. dad still. I'm my dad still reads Playboy because he can't find the internet porn. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He said, "Oh, your mother's put a block on that computer. There's porn in there somewhere, but your mother's made it so it's hard to find." And then I went, "Dad, there's nothing wrong with it. You can get to porn very quickly." Because I think my dad just yells at the screen, "Porn, 
porn. <laughs> Nothing comes out. And it's sort of to an American ear sounds a little bit like prawn. Yeah, prawn. Which we can bring it all back. Yeah, yeah it's all coming back. <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. Oh, here we go. There's some titties. Okay, okay. next question. Become a vegan for life yeah. or use, or, or sorry, become a vegan for life or lose your pinky finger. Oh, no, no, lose my pinky finger. Yeah, you which know. one? Left or right? You can have them both. Meat and meat. <laughs> I would do vegetarian, but I wouldn't do vegan. I wouldn't do vegan. That's ridiculous. Those people are stupid. <laughs> Fucking not eating cheese or eggs or anything. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. But it's the same as when you meet extremely religious people. Like, if you want to have that belief system, go for your life. But I'm not. And also, you've picked your, you've made your choice. There's all these restaurants popping up. And now you're having like, like there's a place called Doomies, which I do quite like the Doomies, which makes like a Big Mac made of vegan stuff. No, no, you've made your choice. You made your, don't start having shit that's shaped like meat. It's not like I get meat and shape it like a carrot. No, no, and then colour it in orange. You go, taste just like carrot. No, no, no. It is like a weird trick. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're trying to fool themselves like, oh, I'm eating meat, but I'm not. It's fucking the things you can do with soy. Yeah, no, it's, fuck those people. No, I'm, I'm, I'll get rid of both. You can take a hand. You can take one of my hands. I wouldn't be a vegan. Which one? Just uh, my left. My left one's useless. This one's useless. Are you sure? Yeah, the right one does all the well, masturbating. Your, your girlfriend is doing it's, something. She's making yeah. a, the, the international jerk-off symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, right one, the right one masturbates. It, it, it writes things. It holds the microphone for the most part. The right one's an amazing athlete. This one's just... If there was like a sitcom, like a cop buddy series about my two hands... One of them, this one would just be like, yeah, we solved the mission together. And it'd be like, of course we did left hand. You were a lot of help. Yeah, I helped steady things up. So anyway. Um. Do you know what this is? I, I was going to ask Cassie to maybe grab a saw from downstairs so we could sort of really try this out. But yeah, but I'm still going to eat meat anyway. Like, this, these are all hypotheticals and now you're cutting off my hand. I wouldn't have done the podcast if I thought I was going to lose a fucking hand. I'll tell you that much. Hey. Listen, we got you here in, right. my, in my dressing room. We here, do. Mom. We do. Next question. Come on. This one's getting up. a bit all right. dark. All right. Uh, lose your ability to have an orgasm or lose all your money. Lose um, my ability to have an orgasm. And, uh, let's, I, would let's... Lose, I would lose my ability to have an orgasm. And the reason for that is this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Because you've I, experienced I, I, it before. I've, I've, I've experienced it before. and But it's also, it's like once you stop having orgasm, I assume that my sexual drive would go away. And that's something that I've been praying for my entire life. I would love to have no sex drive and just be walking around like, fucking, you can't hurt me. Just to, <laughs> just to the world. Like, like just being able to walk into a bar and have a pretty girl look at me and go, get out of my way. I'm trying to get a drink. You know, like that would be just a wonderful Wonderful experience. Okay. Like, get, you know, getting off a fucking wild okay. animal or something. Yeah, get rid of my sexual. Here's a question. Looking forward to that day. So for you, okay, question for the men. 
here. Um, do you think that you experienced orgasms like more powerfully when you were like young? Like at no, 14 I, I think or 15 I, I think I have more you powerful orgasms now. Me too. Really? They, yeah, because they take longer and I have to work for them more. When I was 14, it was like bang, 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 like that, right? And it was just like, oh, let's do it again. But I also now know, I know how to like, plan my orgasms now. Yeah. I know how to plan so they, them so, so they're they better. They truly feel physically more powerful now. Well, I just, I know how to make my orgasms feel better. Yeah, I just know that coming now is a bigger deal because it's, you know, it's still free. I've, I, yeah, I couple of times a day or whatever like that but when you're a teenager you can do it like 10 times a day you shoot them, shoot them out now it's just more of a treat at the first time i had uh, like uh, <laughs> you know what i mean like you want an honest answer it's like oh go on jim go into your room and treat yourself <laughs> that's a good point how about you do you feel yours are more powerful now than they were when you were it's a teenager diff- it's different right it's, it's different like the the first time less I- men in the room now. <laughs> 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 Less relatives. <laughs> uh, no, but the, the first time, I, I think it felt like um, falling through space. That's what it felt like. It was like, you know, like those. I remember, the fir- I remember masturbating several times before I could ejaculate and just getting the tingle and then just like having, like I hadn't seen porn or anything. It was, it was that, 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 you know, it was the fucking 80s who, who, who'd seen it. Right, and as a you, kid, did you see? Wait, sorry, I didn't. Uh, but what about your dad's Playboys? Yeah, but they were Playboys. They were just naked women I'd seen, but I'd never seen a penis ejaculate in any way. And then the first time, I just had like a drop of cum, just go bloop like that, right? And thinking that can't be good because every other white fluid that has come out of my body has been through some type of infection or illness, and now I'm like, oh no, I should tell someone about that. And then, you know what I mean? Like, I was young. I was like and did you? Did you tell like, your mom? I was like, like 10. Mm. No, my mother once caught me masturbating when I was about 13. And it was just it's tattooed on my brain is one of the most horrific things. She, she came into my room and it was, it was about 40 degrees Celsius, very hot Australian day, so like 105 or something, right? And I'm in there and I was just prepping for the wank. I had a couple of magazines. And I had my pants sort of hitched down to about my knees. Oh, are you on the bed I'm or are laying, you standing up? I'm, la- no, I'm laying on the bed. I'm reading the magazines. I'm getting ready. And then my mother's a large-ish woman and you can hear her. She's barreling down the hallway. She's angry about something. And as she comes to open my door, in one motion, I pull the duvet over, my doona over the top of me, and I throw the magazines just down the side of the bed and so i'm laying there it's blisteringly hot we didn't have air conditioning and for some reason in the middle of the day i'm just laying under me duvet just staring at <laughs> and she just goes she goes make sure you clean this fucking room my mother was <laughs> my, my, my mother was a rageaholic right and she said make sure you clean this room and i'm like all right mum, i'll be right onto that and then it's like that was the only time i never fought back with her and she's like fucking something's up right and so she goes, what are you doing under there? I go, we're having a nap. I decided to have a nap. She goes, you haven't had a nap in years. What are you talking about? You're having a nap. I said, mom, can you just go? She goes, what are you, what are you hiding? Oh, boy. And she starts. This is traumatizing. This is traumatizing. She starts pulling on the duvet. No. Right? No, no, so no, she's no. pulling and pulling and pulling. Now, because that, whatever reason, erection strengthens. Right now, she's pulling. We've got a 300-pound woman on one side of the duvet, and I'm holding it just with my little claws up near me chest. And then is that, that, that bit when you're having a tug-of-war battle 
and you're losing dramatically and then you're like, let's just let go and watch the other cunts fall over, right? That's the only win that you have left in this scenario. And so I just in one motion... <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling this in a podcast. But I just in one motion let go of the duvet. She smashed into the cupboard. And in one motion, I flipped over onto my stomach and my 12 or 13-year-old little sweaty ass was glistening in the wind. And my mother said the immortal words, you disgust me. Oh, Oh, brutal. 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 (laughs) You disgust me. God. Oh, did that did that fuck you up? It guilt-wise? did for a little bit, but then did it, you feel guilty about like? Well, we laugh about it now at, the, at, at Christmas dinners and stuff like that. Like everyone, everyone. I love this. That's a story that gets brought yes. out about the time ding, that Jim ding, was ding. masturbating. Yeah, I once, yeah, I once, I once saw one of my brothers masturbate by accident. That we we still haven't spoken about that. So if if you're and listening, you have mate, a son. I do. So, like, I have a son. Mm. I, I'm definitely anticipating like the crunchy. Socks, yeah, sheets. I don't know who does this masturbating into a sock thing. I never understood. I never understood that. I heard that thing. Like I heard about. I tried it once. I was about two strokes. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Fucking scratchy cotton around my penis. What a ridiculous. Oh, I always thought that it was just for the cleanup factor. Well, I think that some guys finish so that they can catch the cum and then. But to be honest with you, I just sort of smeared it into my stomach, let it soak in, and went to sleep. That's why you have the softest stomach that I've ever felt. Yeah. I, I, and I know that girls don't find this attractive in any way, but this is my only sexual thing that I think I have over most men. Ooh, I love this. I get extraordinary distance on my semen, on my ejaculations. Oh. Like, you put, I what? get like... Why wouldn't we love this? No, P- pineapple yeah. juice. No. You drink pineapple juice? I drink juice. tons of pineapple juice. That's, that's what I have a pin that, with tail distance? on the donkey. That, I, I read that in Tommy no, Lee's I, book. No, they make Tommy it Lennon. taste better. What? Tobacco juice makes it taste better. It like, sweetens it. Oh, yeah. I thought it, it gives it distance. Oh, no. I don't know, but no? I, I'm I'm the king of pineapple juice. But I'm a. But, but you might be right about the sweet. It makes more sense. It, it sweetens it. It but, sweetens the coffee. Makes. But I actually just like pineapple juice, and having sweet cum is a payoff because <laughs> when, when you when you get a lot of distance, if you masturbate on your back like do I you do, see my fruit several times I've there? shot myself in the mouth. <laughs> I've got a fruit. <laughs> Platter over oh, there. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. watermelon guy. I like pineapple in juice form, but not as much in edible form. Well, well you got some rock melon over there, but you call that cantaloupe. See how our cultures are different? I call it rock melon. <laughs> rock melon? Yeah, cantaloupe. We call it rock melon. Uh, probably makes more sense. That doesn't well, it's just like, like a really shitty B52 song. Rock okay. melon. Rock melon. Okay, deal breakers. Okay. You yeah, find imagine you're single. Okay. You find out she's writing a one act play based on your relationship of, of one month. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, um, and she's writing a one act play about it? Yeah, is that a deal breaker or not? No, I be honest. That is not a deal breaker because I'd have to. Re- if she's a, is she a playwright or has she got a different occupation and she's just doing this as a psycho side hobby? Because she, if she's a playwright, because I could do stand up routines in the first month of our relationship, and I don't, I don't think that makes me a psycho. It's just that my work and my my personal life intertwine so much that I, you know. So if she's a playwright and she thinks that like this is an interesting sociological thing the first month of a relationship isn't it weird how we're both trying to impress each other and we haven't gotten to the stage yet where we're sharing a toothbrush but we're not you know what i mean like that type of thing 
I'm fine with it. But if it turns out that she's an accountant and she's also she's a receptionist, she's a receptionist, and she weirdly like she just wants you to drink a ton of pineapple juice all the time. That's all right. No, that's not a deal breaker. That's a that's That's probably an incentive. It's a girl who's trying to no no that's not a deal breaker. Uh, The playwright thing I could handle. I might find it odd. It depends on the play. I'm pretty sure that's not a deal breaker. Okay. Am I the first person on the podcast to say no to that? Is everyone else being like, we don't reuse anything. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Yeah. It's all incredibly brilliant original material. Okay. She has the same name as your mom. Um, Yeah, that's a deal breaker. Yeah? Yes. I'm not. No. The the whole name or is it just a first name? What's your mom's name? My name's Carolyn Nugent. It, It might be the whole name. Yeah, Carolyn Nugent. But I she's fucking smoking. I once she's went out with a like, girl who wore the same perfume as my mother. Oh, perfume! And it was. Po- uh, it's, I think tough. it was. It was it was, it was. it was. It was poisoned by Christian Dior. Oh boy. Is it called poison? Yes, I love it. That your mom, the like my, the my, masturbating, my, busting. My my like, mother was rocking out poison in the in the eighties through heck. the nineties for about fifteen years. She was wearing a lot of poison. And it was sort of a younger girl's perfume at that stage, but my mama, mother liked it. I dated a, a girl and I was like, I was like, you you smell what? And she goes, puts poison. And I went, oh, well, it's nice spending time with you. Yeah, no, I can't. Do you think your mom perf- and your dad have a healthy? Um, I think my dad has a healthy sex life, just not with my mother. <laughs> They don't have a sexy health life, a, sex, a healthy sex life together. But anyway, well, your mom, of course, had to wear poison, and I love this. Okay, wait. Yeah. Uh, she watches your Netflix special and give uh, and gives you notes. Um, the problem is that I'm going out with a girl who actually does do that, so I guess it isn't a deal breaker. It's not an enjoyable thing. I have a TV show every fucking week and she's just like, I did something about the, the gun massacre in Las Vegas and she was like, mm, interesting take. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Not very supportive. Wow. Yeah. No, well, very supportive, actually. Me very we supportive. might need to hand her the but, mic at this point. But she does She here, does here, give... Here, 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 no. Here, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Here, introduce well, yourself yeah. first. I'm Michaela. Hi. Hi, Michaela. And you're fucking gorgeous oh, and lovely. Thank and thank you, so you for much. being here. Thank you for having me. I think I'm very supportive of him, by the way. But critical. Critical in a but good the, way. Isn't because that, I want him to be better. Of course. Well, uh, yeah. Better than uh, what? No, just always I'm striving awesome. to be the best. Yeah. And, and it's like a supportive. It's a supportive oh, critical. This is, I, I, I don't like where this podcast is heading. <laughs> Please don't leave yet. All right, next question. Come on. <laughs> Michaela, thank you for being here. Thank you. You are just fucking stunning. Um, okay, so she uh, gets a parking ticket while using your car and doesn't offer to pay for it. Once again, Michaela has done that, so. <laughs> so that's, I'm, I'm going to give her back the mic. Yeah. Getting hammered on this, huh, honey? Well, it's true, though. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Not so a wait, do, but, but was there? But was there? Um, was there like? What did it? Was there a rift? Like, did it cause like any tension? Nah, I got money. Just yeah, a small and I was just ticket. cranky about the ticket. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, he just, uh, just fair enough. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. 
It's, I think yeah. any guy would do the same thing. Yeah, most most guys aren't gonna yeah. like you. I would like, do the same thing. Even if you're cranky about it, you can't be yeah, the you know, guy. I, I would have offered to pay sixty yeah. fucking bucks. You just gotta. You just you just, go, well, even just for just her go, happiness, for your happiness, yeah, just yeah, not to yeah, see yeah, her just, upset. Uh, yeah, and then also, yeah. also you go no problem. Sixty bucks. Then you mumble as you right. go up to the bathroom. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, fucking pack. <laughs> fucking. And then, then you go yeah, on with your life. You get over it. Yeah. Then you get over it and you move on. Fair enough. Okay. Um... A lot of mine in my life is just mumbling, just fucking, fucking, <laughs> would you? Um, okay. Uh, passes gas in the car before she gives it to the valet as a joke. No, I'd find that humorous. <laughs> Why? Who, who would break up with that? She, no, she would, you would never do that. You would never do that. Well, I think it would be really difficult to also... Don't stop ca- encouraging like, no, 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 no. You are so double standard because you... I fart in front of women, but I don't like it when women fart in front of me. That is a double standard. I mean, and doesn't just fart. Like, if I farted like that, I say, if if that ever happens to me, take me to the hospital because something is wrong. I am dying. And he yeah. does that on a daily basis. Yeah, but I paid a fucking parking ticket, so... <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, all, but, but it's all a trade-off. But we, all have our, we all have our things. I, dude, you are... I don't think you're being truthful with this one then. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because it... Okay. No, no. First no, of all, no, I'll you tell you what. I don't, okay, don't want to be in the car. I don't want to be... Number one. I don't want to be in the car. she thinks it's funny. I don't want to be in the car when she does it because I don't. I don't find Maybe it very. Attra- three, I don't find she... it attractive when to to see women fart, and I, I know that's a double stand and it's a horrible thing. <laughs> but but if she came to me, she met me at the party, and she came to me and went, Shh, "Come here." It would I be... just farted and then like let the valet in. I'd be like, "All right, that's pretty but, okay, funny." But you see, here's the thing that where you're getting this a little bit wrong because it's not a double standard because most women don't find it all that funny either mm. so if it might only be an inside joke would you would, would you do that no never you fart in front of guys never never in your whole life never i could fart right now yeah how do it come on come Wait, on just quickly i want to smell an australian no, fart. i'm not gonna do it i'm in trouble oh come on I, often i fart on stage like sometimes i'll be on stage and halfway through a joke i'll just move the microphone over to my ass and fart and i look i can craft Wait, material you can really fart on command no if i got one it's not like i'm just like, i've got one right now but i'm holding it in but i fart a lot was Everyone. it the meatball no it's just you fart a lot don't you they're well, like, uh, I reckon you fart on average twenty times a day. I do more than that, but everyone does twenty a day. Oh, uh, really? I think so. Yeah. Really? Uh, no. Yeah, I do. I do like look 40, at the ladies 50. in there. There's four ladies in the room. Cassie, we, we look are look all what shaking our heads. Average amount. I mean, and is there any difference between genders? I'm curious about that as well. I, I don't the think. first thing I do in the morning is fart. It's like it's all built up. My, like when I wake up and then I push one out and I go, oh, and I'm ready to start my day. But I've never not woken up and farted straight away. It is. It is so mortifying. It's. It's probably like, why because well my because, farts don't smell. I'll give you that. No, no, For the no, most part, my farts, my farts are odorless. It's just like you said, though. It's a double standard thing. It's like it's something that you, as a woman, you want to protect, like the idea, and it's fucked up. But this is how our society works. You want to protect the idea that you're a sexual being and those functions don't happen to you. And so then... You're right, though. I still do not believe that Amy, my fiance, I've been with her for two years. I've never seen her go to the bathroom. Ever. You've never seen her go to the bathroom? Never. And that's why we're chronically constipated as a gender. Even like in small hotel rooms, like how is she doing it? Oh yeah, I, I don't, don't know how it. people do it in small hotel. Oh, that's why, I, yeah. But I, I took a shit yesterday in Michaela's apartment. Tell us all about Didn't it. Didn't even use the bathroom. 
Michaela hasn't been home yet. She doesn't even know it's there. Wait, wait, wait. You have, wait Michaela, will you say that? It's going to mortify you. I don't give a fuck. Uh, he's lactose intolerant, yeah. but he still eats cheese. Yeah, because I'm a fucking warrior. No, because... I still he, enjoy he, the good things in life. He knows he's going to shit his pants, yet he still chooses But I really cheese. enjoy cheese. That's a passionate man. Uh, don't you want passion in your life? I like a this risk. Is, this second is, this, day. This, is, this day. is why I won't be a vegan. I'm still eating but cheese. Yeah. I'm still eating cheese through lactose intolerance. Can, can we... This one can, might uh, be on uh, you, though. Second like, day, uh, right. uh, and it takes me back to my apartment, and I have a little two-bedroom apartment, one bathroom, and... Had macaroni and cheese, and is like, oh, this is not agreeing with that. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna go to war on our second date. Yeah. And goes into the bathroom. What was I meant to do? Shit my pants. Goes into the bathroom, and you can. I mean, it is. It, I've never heard anything like it. But this is on you, though. Now at this point, Michaela, like I, you, I, I, I just said, listen, okay, and I'm, know? I'm with you, I, like, I, I accept bodily uh, functions. Well, why are the toilets in the apartment then? We shouldn't even have them if they're not to be used. Like, what is this? But you're like, an adult, like, and like, you know like, that ring the papers. Eat. Man shits once a day. Did, you're like, an adult. Like, you understand. knew you couldn't have cheese. No, no, no. It what doesn't always. Doing? Sometimes I sometimes but he took I that win. Chance on the second it's day. a it's a roll of the dice. Sometimes I win. You rolled that dice. But at that but at that stage of the relationship, I still like cheese more than I did you. So I was willing to risk it. <laughs> Michaela, did you did you call your girlfriends? Yes, and, I did. Did you I say? Did. And, in and fact, what did they say? One of my say? girlfriends said, "You fuck." an idiot to him that knew him what are you doing you're an idiot like what do you you want to impress her what do i i need this i I don't understand why this is an argument it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't the ideal situation Uh, it wasn't what i I wanted yeah but i look i've got many fine qualities i'm very funny and (laughs) i I have a a, this is always and i have a quirky accent this is the trade-off for me shitting all over the place you offer value. Yeah. You offer a lot of value. I'm if a, you were just a bum with no job, I'm she wouldn't put up with it. I'm a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. Exactly. <laughs> I got the Jim Jeffries show. It's exactly. What a fucking dick. This show probably You're exists because I, have, because I shit in oh public and people think that's an edgy guy. Oh, I'm so, I'm finally uncovering it. Oh, I'm like your mom that's walking into you fucking masturbating. You are a fucking dick. Why? Oh. I'm only joking. Come on, Anna. Come oh, on. yeah. Uh, okay. But so, I do that. It's a wonderful show every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You ask how many partners she's had, and she says, do you want me to include my stepsister? Oh, that's not a fucking deal breaker. That's a, that's a fucking, all right. Off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Like uh, there wouldn't the be like a question. second. There wouldn't be like the a... next question. No, there's follow up questions. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Is Let's she still it. alive? Yeah, she's still alive. The stepsister's still alive. Oh yeah, I visit her. Like I'm allowed to visit her. Like every like every sixty days. I don't always go. Right. But um. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. She's conjugal still alive. visits. Conjugal. Am I saying that right? Conjugal. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um. And no. Yeah. I mean. So. Because she's now at like, she's not at the max security. What did your stepsister do? I want to hear the whole backstory. Well, she's in prison. Yeah, but I told you she, that earlier. What did she do to get into prison? Oh, what did she do? She chopped off her husband's dick. Oh. Yeah. She's the Bobbit woman? No, but she was a copycat. Copycat oh. Bobbit. Copycat Bobbit? Yeah. Yeah. 
How is There's the a bo- is the Bobbit woman out yet? Can someone check that? Cassie is Lorena Bobbit still in prison? Fourteen farts a day. Thank you. And any no. difference between gender? Is that what it is? I eat really fast. Is that what it is? I think it's that they're more relaxed. Like, I think that women live in, like, this tight, like, abdominal space all the time. Like, uh, I don't... Thank you, Michaela. I knew that you were my best friend. Do you want to leave your boyfriend? Yes. And come be with me? <laughs> Do that, please. You two belong together. You both think I'm an asshole. <laughs> If you were to, um, um, okay, so I have this theory on like why men like twins. No, I don't like twins. I wouldn't want to have a threesome with twins. They already look the same. You didn't even hear my theory. You have theory. a blonde and a brunette. You have a tall girl and a short girl. You mix it up. Michaela, how the fuck do you deal with this dude? Like he doesn't even listen. All right, come on, ask your question. No, no, no. No, no I'm ah, fascinated. I'm, uh, Please tell oh, me. Oh, yeah. Come on, come it's on, come on. the first time you've been... Come on, come on. Tell uh, me about the twins. Fuck you. Tell me about All the twins. All right. I'll tell you about my twin theory. Okay, what's your twin theory? All right. Is, like, the idea that um, if men are having, like, a threesome, um, that they want both people to look alike so they don't have to think about individuality <laughs> or, like, personality or that, like... Um, it's just objectifying. It's just complete two yeah, objects. Yeah, it's just like, so ah, I was, I'm just like, right. this is like threesomes. just a pleasure, mo- like, ah, here's a blonde. Here's I don't think blonde, that's true. I don't think that's true. No, no, no. I'd want, I want, I'd want different things, two different Me too. women. Oh, because want... you guys are, what? Like, what, what, I, the, you know how, like. I think you're the only one with this twin theory. We talked about this on a podcast yeah, two I don't, years and ago. And also, also, I don't, I don't like the mental health problems of two twins doing that either. Okay. Well, it's not so much that, but I think that the idea of two people that look a lot alike versus the idea of two people that look completely no i would go no i don't want to be vastly different i don't want the thinnest person in the world and the fattest person in the world you know what i mean like i want them to still be but i want there to be a little bit of something and it's, it's better if they're friends but they're not fucking creepily sisters you don't want that you don't want the the fucking mental health of two sisters fucking each other you but they want- t- they drugged you they if, drugged you is, and, they t- and you don't even know I, like what's what anymore. They just look exactly alike. And if they drug me, they might as well both have dicks. Something else. It doesn't matter. <laughs> if I'm drugged, just fucking pour it would on. Would you prefer that? I would have a threesome with a man and a woman. I, I actually kind of prefer that more than two women. The devil's three way. Yeah. I, I like, Wait, I don't what's that? But I, I don't involve, I would never touch devil's the man. I would never get involved right. with the man's right. dick. You have to be very but, careful. But I like, whoa, whoa, I like what, the, what is this devil's three way thing? What is that? It's two men and one girl. I didn't hmm. know that that one woman. what it was called. Yeah. There's a lot of different colloquialisms on that one. Hmm. Seems kind of sexist to me. No, I wouldn't be with men. I just said that. I said Sexist I wouldn't. And I wouldn't be. I would. I wouldn't be involved with the other guy's dick or anything like that. But but I you would, would be involved in the devil's threesome. Yes, I would. Yeah, I right. Would do, like would tag do team. That. Yeah, action. Yeah, I would do that. I think it's, that's most of the porn I watch for whatever reason. Good. I'm glad. My, my mum can download a podcast, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Sim, should we take a break? Yeah, let's do a five-minute break, and then we have advice calls. Are you ready to give some advice? People are calling in. I'm giving advice or yes. getting advice? Yes. No, you are going to be giving advice to two callers that are excited to talk to three of us about their relationships. Okay. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We are going to get to the calls now. We're going to start right now with... Miranda. Okay. And Miranda is in Kansas and she's 25. She has a. Miranda. She kind of has a crazy story, guys. So let's try and help Hello, her. This is Miranda. Hey, Miranda. It's Sim. How are you? Hi, Sim. Good to talk to you again. Hi, Miranda. It's Anna. Oh, hi, Anna. Hi, Miranda. It's Jim Jeffries. This is Jim Jeffries. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for. Great to talk with you. For doing this. Hey, Miranda, you have a personal story to share about your husband, and then we're going to try and give you some advice. So tell us what's going on. Great. Uh, thank you. So I met my husband my very first day of college in 2010, and then we dated for three years. Um, he proposed, and then we got married a week after I graduated from college. So then the next year we spent in Kansas where we both found full-time jobs. And then my husband got accepted into graduate school. So we moved to Michigan and I kept my job, but was able to work remotely from home and support him while he pursued his graduate degree. So we've been married for about three and a half years now. And then the second week of July this year, he sat me down and he looked at me and he asked me, Miranda, do I seem happy to you? And me, not really knowing where this is going or anything, was like, yeah, I think you're generally a happy person. And then he said, there's no easy way to tell you this but I'm transgender. And I was able to respond and say that I was so sorry that he had kept that secret for so long. And I was very thankful that he trusted me enough to tell me. And internally, <laughs> I was just adrenaline and screaming and confusion. Um, 
The next week, I left for a work trip back in Kansas and was gone for 10 days. And then I came back and we were, you know, talking more about what this means. Like, how far does he want to transition? And what does this mean for our relationship? And I struggled with my own sexual identity through this. Like, I married this one person, but now that person really doesn't exist. Like, that's not my husband anymore. So he decided that he would like to fully transition. And really that showed me, I don't think I have a place in the relationship anymore as a wife. And can, can I, can he was I supportive of me through that. Does, does, yeah, he, does he consider himself when he's transitioning into a woman, does he consider himself to be transitioning into a lesbian or is he transitioning into a heterosexual woman? That's a really great question. Um, in these early stages, we really thought that we would stay together and be perceived as a lesbian couple. But with hormone therapy and things like that, there's really no guarantee as to what sexual identity is going to look like farther down the road. Um, so wait, I want to, I want to know more about you though. Are you feeling completely heartbroken or like, or are and do you think that you could still be her partner do you want to, I mean, what, like where, oh God, it must be such a confusing headspace for you. Yeah, it's, it's probably the worst thing that I've ever gone through. And I ultimately decided to file for divorce. And so I did that about a month ago and, um, I moved out because I, I kept having panic attacks and, was just really heartbroken anytime I would see pictures of us and, you know, thinking that everything was happy and the plans that we had together, you know, growing old as husband and wife really wasn't going to happen anymore. Are there children involved? No, no children. Do you think, was that, uh, this is sort of a sidebar, but was that an intentional decision or was that something that um, like, had you guys talked about having kids and then decided not to, or was that just something? And the reason why I asked this is because, um, like with my first marriage, we had sort of talked about having kids, but then we never got around to it. And I think ultimately there was sort of this underlying, there, there was like an undercurrent of knowing that, well, maybe like not having kids was <laughs> because we sort of knew that uh, there may have been a finality to the relationship. This whole process brought to mind that I really do want to have kids. Well, yeah. I, I, and, I, look, you're, you're 25. I, I, I right. you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you. Like, I think if you love this person, that the old cliche of let them go and uh, uh, she or he or she now is is on her own path and you, you'd have to go on your own as well, I believe. Hey, Miranda, what's your anger level though? Because I also understand the element. I think there's a reason why you brought up the idea that you supported him. And uh, also having been in, in that situation a couple times in my life, 
um, that like does that factor into things like in terms of sort of resentment and anger and like do you feel like man this uh, does that make any sense I'm not quite sure how to frame the question gently no there's there's definitely anger and most of the anger is more at the situation than it is at the person are you close with your family are can they like is any what it would like your friends or or family say about about this and are they how it's it's been pretty good with my family I'd say everyone has been very supportive of me I had a little bit of a rough patch with my mom where she kind of lashed out with all kinds of emotions and said a lot of hurtful things but I think really just more out of shock and like towards him or towards you towards our relationship was it like how like didn't you know or was it like what a fucking like fraud or like what what like what what like I just want to know the context because I want to know your support system yeah she was she said that you know him moving me all the way to Michigan and then having me work from home was isolating me and he was really controlling me in our relationship and how she had never seen me happy except for two times in our entire marriage and relationship. And I was just baffled by these things. I was like, first off, me deciding to work from home was my decision. And secondly, how can you know if I'm happy or not without being around me, mom? Do you think that your husband is involved with anybody else? No. And how much, like in the divorce process, can you like sort of gauge on a scale of from one to 10, how much you'll miss him. Yeah. That's, that's the hardest thing right now is, you know, not having somebody to come home and hug. Yeah. Or somebody to like do a silly dance in the kitchen while we're cooking dinner or cuddle on the couch and watch SNL. Like it's things like that that I miss. Yeah. But I feel more betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, of course. And, and I imagine lonely, you know, because mm-hmm. you married somebody that, you know, and, and you had the vision for your life. And suddenly this person that's your partner is like, I have another vision for my, for, mm-hmm. for our lives. And, and really whether I decided to stay or whether I decided to go, no matter what, I lost my husband. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that you, a, a version of your husband that you knew, but. Oh gosh, this is where like I, uh, what's racing around in my head is like, I'm unqualified, I'm unqualified, I'm unqualified. And I talked to Miranda about this, you know, when we, when we spoke earlier, I told her, you know, this is going to be really tough and I don't know how we're going to help you, but I know that it's going to help. Is it helping you to talk about this, Miranda? At least just having us listen to you? And the questions that you guys are asking are really, I think, important questions to ask. I know that, um... Your call, like, and I want to, like, I don't, I hope this doesn't sound like a, like a conclusionary, is that a good word? I don't know. But you calling and talking about this is going to help a lot of other people, I hope, just simply that you're sharing your experience. And, um, and, and, you know, I don't know, my mom used to always, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, my mom used to always tell me, 
when I was growing up to be selfish in love, but because I was so insecure, I would just like fall for anybody that showed interest in me at all. But I think that it's an important thing to sort of embrace, especially for you right now, because, um, because what he's asking of you or she is a lot of generosity and that will be up to you to sort of determine if you want to um, embrace that and and sort of move forward with this whole no, whole new idea in life, or if if you want to take a, a a minute for yourself and think like, okay, is is this something that I'm I I think. There's no way at the end, like when you're 86, that you want to look back and think that you gave all of yourself to something that you weren't fully embracing. Also, a simple answer is you're not a lesbian. You said you want to have kids. Luckily enough, you don't have kids. The simple like tough love answer, in my opinion, is get out of this relationship. If you want to remain friends, if you still love this person and you want to be there as a shoulder or as whatever, you can continue to do that. But you owe it more to yourself to live the life that you, you signed up to and you didn't sign up to this. This isn't your sexuality. This isn't what you want from your, your future. And so give support, give love, but you have to take care of yourself. Miranda, two practical questions. Um, can he afford, or she, sorry, uh, afford the surgery? Like just the practicalness of like, is this something that's happening in the next year? Or would that be something that you would potentially yeah. need to also financially support? It's something where there are different insurance packages that do cover that with the graduate program. So it, it is something that will be covered and I won't have financial responsibility over. Did you get any, cause I, I'm still, uh, what's lurking in the, also the, in the back of my brain is I, I also wonder, um, I still wonder if there isn't somebody else or um, something along those lines of that. And maybe that's me being. Why, why do you think why that? Do you why? Think I don't yeah, get I don't that understand. at all. Because. Um, There's be- already because, enough big stuff going on. It's not like. No, 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 like- no, 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 no. And I don't mean to like plant any seeds. Oh, well, I guess I am. But but because I, I think that. Um, there's already there there has already been deception. Just, like, there has already been lies. Right, there's right, already right. been things. So I know what you're saying. When you lie, it's easier to lie some more and and to and to make the web bigger and bigger and bigger. But I think I think look, I feel sorry for everybody involved. I feel sorry for him as well. That's a horrible thing that he's had to keep secret and transitioning to the thing. But you know, because I I just wonder if there's somebody else that he must have confided in. Or like had shared, I, 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 to some degree, whether there, there was like You're physical or not. You're saying this decision is too big to make on your own. I, I'm saying, I wonder if like between the close, like are they best friends? Are they soulmates? Or is there somebody else that also feeds his soul? 
that this has been like something that well, it doesn't does it have to be a lover could it be another yes friend? exactly yes completely C- totally could be uh, i just mm. want to know because that because if there isn't if there isn't anyone else then there's um there's that would be a different motive for keeping not necessarily the marriage together at all but keeping a strong friendship and and relationship if there is somebody else who is a part of but why wouldn't it's you're saying that you couldn't keep the friendship if there wasn't i'm just saying it's a different thing that it's a different thing does that make sense what's wrong with just cutting people free well, yeah, because you you know, get rid of people if they're in your kids. But away. but but there's an argument to be made for like fucking love and and friendship for the rest of your life, even if you don't continue the marriage, or even if you don't like you know, if you never have kids again. There's an argument to be made for like keeping somebody close in your life that you love. But so I, I don't know. Maybe examine some of those things. Um, I hear a dog in the background. Are you uh, nervous about like the? Dog sharing <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. No, um, well, so I moved out, and so I... I'm actually at my sister's house right now, and so that's my sister's oh, dog. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Because I was also worried about, the like, the do- who gets the dog? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so part of the reason that she came out is that three days before she did so, uh, we had gone to my best friend's wedding. And so there was a lot of merriment and, you know, alcohol involved. And... um my spouse's dad passed away early on in our relationship. Um, and the dad had a drinking problem. And so after drinking too much and after those deep thoughts and things like that, that's one of the reasons that she came out is that she thought that her she could see herself living in secret for the rest of her life, like her dad did about his drinking problem and just being completely miserable and feeling like there was a secret. I was the very first person that she told. And I, I still feel like I'm a, a bit of a confidant and a, and a friend. Yeah, of course. I, 
but but all of the romantic aspects of a relationship is kind of gone. Like I I don't get the good morning beautiful text anymore. I don't get the hey I love you. I just wanted to let you know that anymore. Like it's all. I take kind care of, of yourself. That's all basically. I can tell you. Take care yeah. of yourself. This is because you won't you won't be able to love properly unless unless you're loved. And and I think that um, she uh, is is taking this time and going through her journey. And and you should feel the right and obligation to yourself to do the exact same thing. I think it was really smart that you filed for divorce uh, and if because I think that um I think that you ha- you have to like follow your your gut on this and and please don't feel guilty for that at all and I hope that she doesn't make you feel guilty because I hope that you know she uh, understands that it's a big ask to suddenly to suddenly to say to your partner I've been suppressing this 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 big thing in my life that I feel and um and I didn't tell you about it before. And because maybe, you know, maybe she did of course she probably didn't know or maybe she didn't feel like she could actually you know um be who she really was and you know we all have these societal obligations. Um I hope that there's a world where after this initial pain Miranda that um in like a year from now when it's sort of because time you know it heals it all and dis- and pain dissipates but that uh that you guys could be really close friends I also hope that you find exactly the love of your life and maybe it is her but maybe it's not and um and you know maybe it's with another man and you have like 18 fucking kids and you have a reality show (laughs) and if you have a reality show uh you could make some money and then come on the podcast and i'll be like miranda remember when (laughs) yeah i look i i honestly think in 20 years you're just gonna have like a really great story to tell at parties (laughs) <laughs> your life uh, no I'm being serious your life will be completely different you'll have a new fella you'll have kids you'll be like that and you'll be like remember when I was married to a woman for a while that was weird but the crazy thing is <laughs> as we enter like marriage and everything we, it, like or anything as we like become adults we we have this especially for women we have this plan for our life we have we we feel the pressure of the trajectory and it's like you know, college, career, marriage, kids, and then, you know, whatever, like a vacation in Hawaii or whatever. But life rarely turns out like that. And, um, and, and, you know, for good reason, because it shouldn't necessarily like be a completely predictable path. That would be Frustrating. Because we won't have the good stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Miranda, this but, has been really powerful. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for sharing this I with us. I cannot thank you enough, yes, for being vulnerable and open. And I know that uh, I think a, a lot of our listeners are going to respond to this. And um, and I, 
I'm just, I, I, yeah, I'm so grateful that you that you shared this with us. I wish that I could, I wish I could like. Well, why don't we talk you, to her like, again? Should we? Should we? Can, like, should yeah, we, can Miranda, we make like maybe okay? six months? Or uh, sooner? Three, three months? Yeah, oh, sooner. Yeah, can we can we call you like in a few weeks, Miranda? What do you Would think, okay? Miranda? Is that okay? Check in on you. Of course. Yeah, yeah and we'll we'll have a little divorce yeah. check in. I would love that, and we can do it like on the podcast or not on the podcast. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. Uh. But um. Yeah. I'm I'm really impressed with with you, and um, and yeah, you're. Thank you so much, Miranda. Yeah. And we're gonna talk in uh, in a few weeks. Yeah, thank you all for being so gracious and kind with me. Oh uh, I really appreciate Unqualified and the, the great team that makes this all happen. Oh, thank so you. thank you and love you guys. Love you. We love you so love much, you Miranda. Too. Thank you. Bye. We're not going to do another call. We're going to end on this because okay. I don't think we should do another call after yeah. that. Um, that but was... we, should, we should say bye to you don't, you don't do You don't do other calls after that one? I thought... That was I, I, I can't, I, that was impressive. I I look I, I look I, I I my opinion on the matter is you're already divorced. Go, here, no, hold on, hold on. I want to no, hear you. No, no, okay, no, here, no, here, here, here. No, no, no. You're taking the mic right now. I want to hear your thoughts. Here, here move, 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 move. I, I thought that you were very empathetic, and yeah, it's that's, just a hard. She's situation. looking at me, yeah, Jim. Yeah. I know, but that's the whole thing. <laughs> you with can't. It's empathy. not. But you can't just cut someone loose after that. There's, I mean, she has... No one said that she had to cut her loose. She, the lady's already filed for divorce. The lady's already filed for divorce. She's in a marriage where... A marriage... Well, she was in a marriage where the guy is now a woman. She did not sign up to be a lesbian. Even if she could convince herself to become a lesbian, the person is not showing any type of reciprocal, I love you, I miss you, I find you so sexy, or whatever, texts or anything like that. There is no love being brought to her. She, she she should be happy in a sense that she can get out of this and there's no children involved and there can be a clean cut and all that type of stuff. So, it, But it, I think it, that she needed to hear from a woman the empathetic view and, and, of, and she did. of keeping the... I know, and I think that was great, <laughs> of keeping the friendship if with she her. Wants, yeah. If she wants, and and the anger that she feels, she needed to get that out there. I mean, that's... Oh, completely. And, and she probably, there's, she's probably going, what did I, did I not see? Were there signs that I missed? I'm sure she's feeling oh, I'm sure. You guilt about like, that. Yeah, like, and you're so right, Michaela. And, and. But every breakup has, was there signs that I missed? Every affair. Oh, of course, of Every course. single you breakup know, goes, right, why not, didn't I, I notice? Just because this is such an exact story. The person wanted to become a woman. This is so exact that we go, why can't, but every single breakup has a, why didn't I see the signs? Of course. Yes, yeah. but this is to the hundredth degree. I mean, she's she. This is a pretty dramatic. And if she thing doesn't she's have like the support system necessarily, of, if like, she doesn't have the support system, family, because a lot of people, a, incredibly I don't know lonely. where was she calling from? Did yes. they? I mean, hello. And is she there... probably really out there? It's... What are you saying about the people of Kansas? That they're not transgender no, friendly. I'm, that it's I'm the just... worst place in the world. It's I'm not like she not was calling saying... from Saudi Arabia. I'm not saying that. But it, it... Kansas, they I'm have not... a pride parade. You know? oh. But it. But she probably doesn't have maybe the support. Oh, she had Toto and a spinning house. She'd uh, have some things. Yes, completely, completely, it, completely. This is not something that is accepted by everyone to just talk about. I mean, she said that her mom was very, you know, said to her, well, you did this and you, and put a lot of blame on her. And that's. And every time, like, um, I think that 
one of the things that we set ourselves up for in society with marriage especially is like the public proclamation of exactly. of the institution and and then when things don't work out uh you, it's like and no, it's the funniest thing like other people don't necessarily um shame you for or even think too much about uh, well anybody else's lives but you feel that sense of like oh everybody claimed yes in front of my loved ones yes that this was the rest of my life and I was proud or whatever and then it's like but point being that you feel that that thing of like oh now other people in my life might think that I'm a I'm everybody's a failure. looking at me and judging what yes of course but and and this and uh, this is is definitely I would think an extreme case a bit and um oh oh boy I am so fucking unqualified to be talking about no any of I this think shit. that what you said to her was was wonderful I think that you you the way that you worded it you were kind you were empathetic as I said I think that I mean it and hey, checking in on her was. That's, I mean, women need other women like that. They need that support system, especially. I, honey, I know no, that I'm, you. I'm, I agree with you. I Maybe know she that should you, have stayed with her husband so she had more women around her. Uh, I'm just wondering. I don't know what we're doing here. All of y'all could leave and Michaela and I could have a moment alone together. Because she's no, sitting I, over I mean, there with her amazing cleavage. But yeah, thank you. But you know, men sometimes think so, lo like logically, of well, just cut, cut her loose, or cut. No, I've never said for a second that w it wouldn't be hard or painful. I, I believe it would be an extremely stressful situation mm -hmm. to be going through. But I, I the practicality. I want to see you on a boat with a tiger. The practicality <laughs> yes. is. The practicality. I would too. All oh right. my god. Uh, that uh, that would never happen. I'm not outdoorsy. He's he's not. Um, okay. Uh, hey, Jim Jeffrey. Yes. Jim Jeffrey? Jim Jeffries. Um, okay, so your show is, um, it's a late night political talk show. Well, it's not, it's a news show, but it just turns out all the news is these days is politics, so it has to be a political show, but that's not the intention of the show, but it's a... It's a it airs on Tuesdays? 10.30. 10.30, 9.30 Central, on Comedy Central. Yeah. Um, and uh, also you have the Jim Jeffries Show podcast. Which comes out on Wednesdays, I believe. We record on Tuesdays. I like it. I think it's good. It's all right. Yeah. yeah it's that was such like a. I, I told him outside. I told my. I know I thought you did. It was good. Which was you were much more enthusiastic outside. Yes, you're right. We're only three episodes in, so it'll get. Sim's getting tired. His heart <laughs> races like a little rabbit. <laughs> and he was all anxious before, and he was pacing up and down. Now he's getting a little bit sleepy. Yeah, it's getting to bedtime. I gotta get yeah. back to work. I gotta, I, gotta, uh, I gotta get back to work. But you also have a tour, a comedy tour that kicks off October thirteenth. Well, that's the t comedy tour goes until I die. People always ask me uh, how my yeah. tour is going. I just, Ooh, I just perform can... like four times a week. <laughs> hey, Jim, <laughs> so I'll be performing somewhere near you eventually. Jim Jeffries, will you ask me? Uh, can I? Will you ask me? No, I'm gonna ask you. Sorry, I'm, I have a. I think I have fleas. Um, but can I ask you about the appeal of? stand-up because i feel like stand-up comedians they will do it until they die yeah right? i'd like to have gigs in the diary when i die i'd like uh, you know if i'd like to die with some cancellations but what's books, yeah. what will you describe the rush people angry it? you have to get refunds 
will you describe the rash a bit? Um, because no, I I like it because it's that thing that, you know, you you, you can't fire me from it. Every everything else, you get an acting job or a TV job or something. So it it, it can end, and you know, like I'm sure I can get a mental illness or something like that or lose. But but quintessentially, get one. (laughs) 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 But you can always just go out and do it. It just doesn't take much time, and it's and it's uh, it's not censored in the same way that everything else is. You know that we have to do in this business where the lawyers come in and all that type of stuff. And, you know, and and also it was the thing that I was doing when I was 17. I wasn't a, I wasn't a late night show host when I was 17. That wasn't my first love in the world. It wasn't something I ever thought about doing, but I'd always loved stand-up comedy. And I think if I could be like Don Rickles or something at the end, that would be great. If I could, or George Carlin, that would be fantastic to be an old man just telling jokes right up until the bitter end. I want to be like Tom Petty, man. I want to do a show and then be dead like two days later. I will say he is brilliant at his comedy. He doesn't write down anything, which is insane That's to me. That's fucking crazy. Many people would he... argue that's the opposite of brilliant. <laughs> no, he's, he's... He's very lazy. No, it's not lazy. He doesn't write down anything. He just... he Everything's off the cuffs. I mean, I see him go out there and he just... What he does is incredible. That's so fucking rad. It is... It's... It's pretty remarkable. So, hey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Anna. And thank oh, you, you dear Anna? listeners. I do say Anna, but in an Australian accent, it Anna? doesn't give a. F- uh, I actually, it's my parents' fault, so I can't like. Anna. Um, will you? Uh, uh, I used to do a thing. I haven't done that it, so much anymore. Yeah, you stopped for a while. Well, you know, the last oh. few conversations were really intense. The last few podcasts. Forgetting. Do we, do we sing at the end? I, no, I just always would tell. I would sign off by telling Sim to like fuck you. I would say fuck you, Sim, and or I fuck off, like, or yeah, some yeah, variation of fuck. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Is that go a fuck good yourself? One? Is a good one. Um, yeah, you could say, cut off your dick and fuck yourself. That's a it. great one. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna cut off your dick, and we're gonna fuck you with it. Oh my god. All right. Thank you guys. Good night. <laughs> I love you.